You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about America. I mean, about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. (laughs) I would ask how you're doing, Jason, but we're supposed to be a happy show. (laughs) Fuck the treasonous. (laughs) Absolutely. We can definitely, you and I can definitely agree on which side we're on about that. Fuck the treasonous, the seditionists, the insurrectionists, whatever you call them, the Nazis. That's the the thing, by the way, that I've been seeing a lot of people saying is, if you're on an issue, on side of an issue, and you look around and you're, your side is filled with Nazis, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> Period. You know, I don't know who needs that tweet. Who needs that message? I mean, they already know. You know, they know. They know. Yeah. They knew that in the parking lot walking up. So I don't think that's going to change any minds. But regardless, this is a show about a good times and happy times, and we're a few days away from the president getting impeached again and then uh, replaced. Not that the nation's troubles will be done with at that point, but it'll get start to get better. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we just have 10 or so days of hell until then. That's okay. We've been through times before. Great. I'd <laughs> like to live for a fucking decade with none of this shit. <laughs> For once in my goddamn life. I'm 35 years old. Every fucking decade has been at least three of these. I'm yeah, over Yeah, no it. kidding. I am very also ready to live in non-historic times for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and I want to put this out there. Thanks, boomers, for this. <laughs> You're the responsible parties for this. You set this up. You caused America to have a downfall. I'm talking Reagan. I could talk about this for hours. Let's give um, let's have a bright spot, shall let's we? Let's do the bright spot instead, okay? Because I think you and I are generally in the same kind of place, and uh, we instead of that, let's do the show so that we can, you know, talk about something that has nothing to do with fucking that, okay? Let's not doom spiral today. No, not on the air. <laughs> the bright spot is uh, this week. It is two great pieces of vaccine news two different items about the vaccines that have been coming down this week one is that the biden administration is going to reverse a trump administration decision to hold back on the second doses of vaccines and they're going to just release the hundred million that they have as first doses so that because they're the biden administration has more confidence than the trump administration that more production will ramp up And time will tell, it's just that the current decision-making had people holding back the second dose of vaccine so that we would be sure to be able to give a second dose to the people that had the first dose. And then the Biden administration is going to say, is going to basically take a leap of faith and say, the second dose will be available and production will ramp up. So let's get people initially vaccinated as much as we can. So it's a difference in um, strategy, but I think it's a more hopeful change you know it says that we will meet these goals and let's get people protected now instead of making sure the people who are half protected get fully protected later you know with what we have now when we're going to have more later so that's basically that and i I think i read somewhere that once you've had the first dose it doesn't block you from getting it 
completely, but your chances of dying from COVID go down dramatically. So it's better to like yeah. stop the death. Let's start there. It seems definitely like the first dose, even if you do get infected after that, it becomes a milder case, perhaps. Um, and then the second dose provides the vaccination. Uh, it seems like now, I mean, you know, this is, this did go so fast that we don't have all of the like long-term info on it yet, but I do kind of follow it because it's really, to me, it's really fascinating how it was made and how, you know, how it's getting out. Um, there have definitely been problems with the rollout because there was no national plan and that's how that goes. So, but anyway, I think that the first, the, the first point of the bright spot is that the Biden administration is coming at it with a more hopeful bent, you know? So I think that's a good thing. Okay. And then the second piece of uh, the bright spot is that <laughs> Governor Newsom, I can't, <laughs> like Governor Gavin, it's so hard to say. And my husband says Gavin Newsom. So Gavin Newsom um, <laughs> is, has announced that large areas are going to turn into mass vaccination sites in California. Places like Dodger Stadium, Padres Station, uh, Stadium, Expo Center, uh, Anaheim, Disneyland in Anaheim, parking lots there, yep. I think, are also going to do it. And uh, so there are going to be some mass vaccination sites that are going to open up. And that's definitely a bright spot because, like I said, the slow rollout of who's actually able to access the vaccine can be really helped by just opening it up wider. Because unfortunately, a lot of people are declining to get it when they have availability for it or accessibility to it. And uh, I will not be one of those people. As soon as I have access to it, I'll be I'll be grabbing that needle and sticking it in my own arm. So that's that's my plan. And I'll get to one of those vaccination sites as soon as I can. That's a very yeah. good bright spot because it's going to protect more Californians where it's so bad now. The numbers are so bad right now. So this will help, you know, just progress forwards, baby steps. That's where we are. I'm excited. Yeah. So that's our bright spot, uh, our two-part bright spot vaccination news bright spot. And that's what I have now, not to um, poke the bear, <laughs> but um, are you ready to talk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Today's episode is a very wild topic, and it okay. was inspired by a friend. We'll get to that in a second. All right. And it, it should be a good time. It's Great. kind of unconventional, but we'll have a good time with it. All right. Any trigger warnings of, about anything? I don't fucking care anymore. Get Great. triggered. Yeah. <laughs> trigger warnings. Your trigger is not my problem. I'm not serving you organic food. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm triggered every day now by yeah. the assholes. So if I have to be triggered, so does everyone else. There's your Mazel trigger top. warning. I've been triggered. Here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right let's get it are you ready yeah we need to talk okay should we go off air it's not you it's me oh, oh i really want to go off air now let's be friends okay hopefully we're talking about breakups that went badly a flip That's side of right. course is could be possibly you're breaking up with me as a friend <laughs> No, okay. we're talking about the tragedy known as the breakup. Okay, I got so triggered. <laughs> I did not expect it to happen that soon. But Trigger there. warning. <laughs> You've been triggered. <laughs> That'd be great, though, to do that at, at a breakup. Okay, darling, this is a trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> if you're triggered by breakups, this is not going to go well for you. 
<laughs> yes, if you're triggered by personal criticism. <laughs> so I have to give a shout out to our good friend, Carrie, who gave me permission to talk about how she had a rough 2020, uh, okay. where at the beginning of the year, she was broken up with. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, she got COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. So she there was had a, a nice big... middle part there. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hunkering down and fearing when you're going to get COVID? No, not really a good middle part. Well, <laughs> yeah, our love to Carrie. This was inspired by Carrie. Oh, Carrie, yeah, we love she's you. like, she's like, I need something to live for. Write an episode in honor of me, and I was like, it's not going to be like your memorial episode. It's going to be like you get to listen to it and celebrate with us. Uh, we're all here because we loved Carrie. <laughs> I did get permission via text multiple times i was like you're sure and she's like okay yeah, you can use it. that's amazing okay great are we going to talk about her breakup or are we going to talk about breakups in general no no just breaks up in general damn because i wanted more info on that but okay <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> she'll give us more permission after listening to this okay sure this is dedicated to you carrie carrie we're not breaking up with you we love you and we want to stay yeah. together trigger warning we love you <laughs> that's how it works right I, yeah, well, it does. It does if you have, you know, some negative parental issues, which I do. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I can tell you when I googled famous and infamous breakups, I found a lot of celebrity breakups, and yes, we will talk about one of them because they're they can be slightly epic. Okay. But I also learned a lot about the history and facts of the breakup in general as well. Oh, okay. All right. First, I learned the most common day for the breakup. Care to guess which day that is? Don't tell me it's Valentine's Day. No. Oh, no, good. not close. That's not just, even that's close. That's callous. Okay. No. Nah, what? New Year's Day. It's December 11th, my fucking birthday. You're kidding. Yep. Why? Why is, that, why is everybody breaking up on December 11th? Quote from L.com. Quote, statistically, December 11th is the most popular day of the year for couples to break up. Whether the pressure of the impending holidays or the after effects of a family-filled Thanksgiving is to blame, breakups are all around us. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, you just did Thanksgiving and you're like, I cannot handle one more holiday with this person. Yep. Or yeah. their family or their energy or That's, whatever. That'd be interesting. It's not, it's not me. It's your family. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Your family yeah. is filled with Nazis. Right. And I can't be married to you anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So what is a breakup? Well, from personal experience, it's when two people try to claw each other's eyes out. <laughs> no? <laughs> all right. A breakup in the sense that we're talking about is quoted oh. on Wiki as, quote, the termination of an intimate relationship by any means other than death. Other than death. <laughs> <laughs> it also sounds like a mission statement. It's like, I'm going to break up with this person by any means other than death. How did you break up? He drove his car off a cliff. Oh, you didn't break up. You were. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to break up with them. Well, of course, if you maim somebody and come close to death but don't quite get there, I think you can also, you can consider that's a breakup for sure. <laughs> it's going to lead to a breakup. Yeah, no, that's part of it. So, all right, I want to say, by the way, the funniest thing I've ever seen in regards to a breakup is when somebody texts you that we need to talk, that you're, what you're supposed to do is write back, yes, we do, virtually oh. making them sweat as much as they're making you sweat. Oh, that's a good idea. Sure. Basically, like, we need to talk. Yes, we do. 
Dun, what? Dun, I just dun. want to talk about groceries. <laughs> Nobody who wants to talk about groceries sends a text that says we need to talk. <laughs> Unless they're awesome. I have multiple friends who have done the, the we need to talk text by accident, not not realizing that that's what they were sending uh-huh. to their significant other. And they were like, what the fuck? And then it turns out it's like, it's an important issue, but it is not a we need to talk issue. I see. And so. No, it's like a we need to talk about Kevin kind of situation. What? We need to talk about Kevin. Do you remember that movie? No. Oh, that was a horror movie called we need to talk about Kevin. And it ruined my life for a couple of years there. I don't even know what you're talking about, but That's welcome fine. to the fucking club. Jason is number one <laughs> horror person, so. <laughs> oh, true. Actually, yeah. That's a good point. Thoughts and prayers about your snowflake-triggered horror oh movie. Oh, my God. We got some saucy Jason today. <laughs> I'm mad. You I... are mad? You're mad enough to kill a bunch of campers. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who is psychopath crazed psychopath killer. As you would know, video game. There's a video game where you can play as one of the campers in that (laughs) franchise, and like Uh Jason will chase you and try and kill you. Sure. All right. So what's kind of fun and interesting is I learned that if you break up with someone once you're engaged to be married, then it's called a broken engagement, not just a breakup. So therefore, it's fancy. Oh, fancy. Well. Yeah. And there are even different like levels of broken engagement too, because then, you know, I mean, an engagement has its like momentum. So if you break up and you're just engaged, but the invitations haven't gone out yet, say, or you haven't booked any vendors, that's a different whole thing. You know, at some point, what I want to know is when it becomes a jilting. Does that have to happen on the wedding day? I think it does. Is that when they can sue you? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I, person can sue another person anytime i think no i think a jilting is when somebody's left at the altar i think i'm just glad i passed that date yeah me too didn't get left at the altar i've definitely you know i've definitely had lots of breakups but never on my wedding day thank god (laughs) phew yeah whoo dodge that bullet and then got hit by the marriage one (laughs) i love nick me too i'll keep him all right so What's really wild is when I was doing my research for this episode, I was like, holy shit. There are like a million articles online on how to break up like gracefully and what to do after you break up. Okay. So do you have any tips for us, Lonely Hearts? Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. Okay. So my favorite piece of advice was from an article from markmason.net. I don't know what that website is, but thanks, markmason.net. Sure. The first one was to always do it in person and don't do it in public. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And the second one was to never make a scene and to keep your bat shit to a minimum. That's what they said. Keep your bat shit to a minimum. I was like, judgmental a little. A little bit, yeah. Stop judging a person who's just had devastating news. God. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, if you get blindsided by someone breaking up with you, yeah. then I think telling someone to keep their bat shittery to a minimum is a bit tone deaf. It is. That's definitely a person who's doing the breakup says that. Yeah. Not the person getting broken up with. No. Janet. Janet. I need you, Janet, keep your bat shittery to a minimum, please. I'm breaking up with you. Let's be adults. Oh, my God. I thought you were proposing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Janet, we're at Italy. Stop this. (laughs) So when I read more about what they meant, they were like, please don't 
try and get revenge on your ex. Oh, the post breakup batshit. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit better, but still a little tone deaf. Yeah. Um, so I watched a YouTube video they shared of a woman in Brazil who was smashing in the windows of a car of her ex in a very public crowded city space with lots of pedestrians watching and walking by. Yeah. I have no context as to why the woman was smashing the windows. So Oh, I think you do. I, on the record, <laughs> uh, just on the record, I think you should never smash your ex's car in the such, but I could mm-hmm. understand why someone when cheated on as I have been cheated on multiple times, might want to smash their ex's shit a bit. Little this this I feel like this episode's gonna have some nice little personal anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't condone it, but I can understand the rage. What's the worst thing you did after being cheated on? Uh we both had Sudoku books, and I literally ripped every page that hadn't been filled out of their Sudoku book and spread oh. it all over the apartment. Yes. Were you sharing an apartment? He was living in my apartment. Wow. Okay. Oh. So, I mean, we we actually have a much better relationship now than yeah. we did at that moment, I love um, that. which is that's good. That's the nerdiest revenge I've ever heard of, and that's so wonderful. It is. The sad thing is it wasn't even the cheating part that made me do it. It was the fact that I lost my Sudoku book, and I thought that they stole my Sudoku book. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out I lost it under the couch, and so I just <laughs> ripped up theirs. So I was like, if I can't Sudoku, no one can Sudoku. That's amazing. You're like, you cheating. You probably cheat at Sudoku, too. I do not cheat at Sudoku. No, you saying this to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my <laughs> proudest moment. I will say that. Um, I did replace their Sudoku book. Oh, <laughs> see, that's, that's the kind of guy you are. I love so, that. So, all right. All of the articles suggest at the end of a breakup or after a breakup that you should go to a ther- therapist, uh, which I co-sign. Uh-huh. Even if it was amicable, I still think you should. Because I had mm-hmm. one breakup that really sucked because it was it was more that we just didn't it, – it wasn't that we didn't like each other. It was that we didn't fit compatibly. Mm-hmm. And that one was almost way worse than the ones where I was cheated on because at least with the cheated on, I was like, you're wrong. I'm right. 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 This one, it was like, oh, this sucks for both of us. Yeah, totally. A lot of breakups that I've had have been in that realm. You know, it's like this is, you know, I love slash like slash, you know, really feel for you. But somewhere in our our future, you know, our futures aren't aligned, you know, and that's even more hurtful for sure than one dramatic event where somebody did the wrong thing or somebody did something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like more devastating for sure. Getting blindsided by something sucks, but at least it's kind of like big trauma, then you kind of get over it, as opposed to you see the train wreck coming mm-hmm. and then you have to be responsible about it and you have to be yeah. like, this sucks, Bye. It's also It's also kind of worse because like when you both like still have respect and love for each other, then you don't treat that person like the enemy. You know what I mean? Like there's that kind of meaty feeling of revenge, you know, that, and then you can sort of get into that and that can sort of help you feel better is like, if you're just angry at this person for this thing, you know? And if you don't have that, then you're left, unfortunately, with like having to still love and respect that person while also recognizing that it's not going to work out and that's so much harder. So much harder. Oh, yeah. So 
I want to get into some of the breakups I watched online and read Let's about. Let's do it. Oh, good. You, oh, yeah. There's probably some very good videos of this. I watched a video that I'm not sure is 100% real or not, but based on the woman's reaction in the video, I feel pretty confident. Okay. If it's been debunked, absolutely message me, and I'll on the next episode, I'll say that it was a debunked thing. But there's a guy and a woman on a roller coaster, and the guy is freaking out. As the roller coaster starts, he's like, I'm not going to like this. I hate this. I want to get off the roller coaster. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And she's like, just relax. It's going to be fun. Trust me. You're going to love it. It's going to be so fine. She's like, lift your arms. It's going to be great. Well, the ride starts. And mind you, I understand that I'm a very angry human right now and very judgmental. (laughs) It's not a fucking scary roller coaster. And this man is more of a man baby than Trump. Okay. In my opinion about this roller coaster. That being said, I acknowledge that different people have different thresholds. No, for fuck fear. this man, baby. Don't you don't have to do that right now, Jason. You don't have to do that. Don't do that. Fuck I this don't want to get baby. sued for libel. He's probably going through a lot. He's he would. All right, I'll yeah, just. Put it's it this hard way. to be a man and a baby at the same time. <laughs> he was stressing out. He wasn't really a man, baby. He was probably stressing about other things and projecting on the roller coaster. No, no, no. Do not be considerate of this person. No, no. Don't do it. Don't reach out with your better angels for this person's motivation. No. We hate him. Just hate him. (laughs) All right. God. Listen to you, Emperor. I will not be Darth Vader. Ah. Oh, man. I see that this is the difference between us. I just just dig right into that negative shit. And you do at least try to, to give people the benefit of the doubt. Oh, man. So, all right. She's having a great time, right? She's like, this is fun. She's like, ah, it's fun. And he's like, oh, my fucking God. God damn it. Fuck. 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 He's freaking out, right? And it's not like good sex fuck, right? Right. Which to me, a roller coaster is like close to sex fuck. Like that's how fun it is for me. That gives you an idea of what sex with me is like. So it does. It's a fucking roller coaster, man. I guess so. There will be are, screaming. Are we inverted? <laughs> if you haven't had upside down sex, you are not living. <laughs> All right. So they're on a roller coaster, and at one point he screams, he wants to break up with her. <gasps> okay. <laughs> okay. And she's kind of still laughing and, and going, he goes, I want to break up. I want to break up. I want to break up. <gasps> and then she's like, wait what and he's like i want to break up i can't do this anymore (laughs) what they broke up on a roller coaster and mind you the video is about two minutes long of course i mean roller coasters are short oh my god (laughs) well the best part is they have they still have a full minute and a half to get back to the launch no it's all happened in like 30 seconds yeah And she just starts glaring at him. Her arms go down. She stops screaming on any of the dips. Yeah. She's her noticeably upset. Well. And they basically sit there in silence. And he's still kind of like sobbing from the ride. Oh. And she is just like, I am going to murder you. And I'm like, everyone else on the I roller think... coaster behind them definitely knows that something bad just went down. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I mean, she... Maybe should have listened to him when he said he didn't want to go on the roller coaster. You know, there's there's certain. I I think that's the larger issue, probably. I mean, if the if 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 this roller coaster seems like it was the straw that broke the back, but it can't be the only event. You know, unless he's a giant man baby in it, and it is the only event. I will say this: 
she seemed very normal of a person. Okay. Like, of the two, she definitely felt more like the person person. All right. Well, we've had two minutes to diagnose this couple. Well, 30 seconds. So, fuck this man, baby. And we're on her side. <laughs> uh, that being said, <laughs> I feel for the guy for his trauma, I guess. Sure. See a therapist, Christ. Definitely see a therapist about your, your roller coaster issues because it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad of a roller coaster. <laughs> I, I love going on a roller coaster as someone who can't handle roller coasters, by the way. Especially if you go on like a super baby roller coaster and the person next to you is losing their shit. I will just laugh the whole time. Yeah. It is you... so much fun for me. The sadistic part of me just thinks it's hilarious to watch someone scream over something that's not in my opinion, scary. I that being said, I hate when people laugh at me when I'm in a haunted house. So maybe what goes around comes around and yeah. I should be nicer. Wow. We're just watching you grow right here on air. Look at you. I wish we could watch the Nazis in our country grow and learn how to not be fucking Nazis. But and here we are. Is. And he's back. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> so another okay. breakup that went viral. Is a favorite of mine. I believe it happened this year, potentially. Okay. It happened on Instagram. Oh, Now, okay. again, as we remember, the advice from all the experts was do not break up in public, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. So that's if you have fewer than 100 followers, you can do it on, on social media. But if you don't... Are you familiar with the Am I the Asshole page on Reddit? No. Okay, so there's a page on Reddit called AITA, which is Am I the Asshole? Okay. And basically, people post an experience they had where something went wrong and there was an argument or something and then they go, all right, public, am I the asshole? Got it. I am never going to that page because I will be the asshole. I know this. Every time? Yeah, I don't go to that page because I am the asshole. Is there an (laughs) I-A-T-A? I am the asshole? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this guy goes on the page, right? And he explains that he was dating this younger woman after no longer being with his first wife, I don't know how the, he split from his first wife. I don't know if she's dead. I don't know if they divorced. I don't care. No. He's no longer with the first wife. No. It, it also happened at Disneyland, but it's a totally different story. <laughs> Am I the asshole for breaking up with my <laughs> wife at Disneyland in front of Mickey <laughs> while renewing our vows? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, basically, this woman... Mind you, is 25 years old, the, the younger woman. And this woman got jealous of the fact that this man's 17-year-old daughter was becoming a successful Instagram model. Okay. Because the 25-year-old woman wanted to be a successful Instagram model but was not getting the same amount of attention. Okay. So she started taking pictures alongside the 17-year-old to help boost her post. My face is growing gradually more cringy. Okay. So the woman, the 17-year-old, and the dad are in the dad's house one day. And the woman asks if the dad is still planning to pay for the 17-year-old's college tuition, which he had stated a while ago that he was planning on doing. So the 25-year-old woman asks because the 17-year-old was making more than enough money via Instagram at this point to pay for college herself. Okay. The dad is like, I'm going to pay because I want to. I've always planned on paying for my daughter's college education. And I don't want, like, I want her to save that money and use it for her life. Yeah. Like, I can afford it. I want to do that. Yes, of course. Yeah. 
I know there's lots of opinions on paying for college, and in this case, I'm absolutely you shouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to. You should but get if a you do education. have to, you should definitely have your parents do it. Quote from inthenow.com, quote, Technically, my daughter made enough money to pay for college, but I intend to pay for her education and she can use that money for her future, the dad wrote. This upset my girlfriend for some reason and she was whining about how no one paid for her school and she has so much debt and she needs her Instagram career to take off, end quote. I know who the asshole is, just I'm I'm clocking it ahead of time. I know who the asshole is. Do you want to go on the record to find it, out? She's the asshole. Okay, so <laughs> the daughter... The 17-year-old daughter got frustrated with the girlfriend and told her to go get a day job. And okay. the woman said, maybe you should get some real parents. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? She clocked her for having divorced parents, basically. She's like... <laughs> okay. I was right. So the dad kicks the 25-year-old out and broke up with her right then and there. Right? So did it in private, everything. So. Yeah. Except Later. for the, the 17 year old with 3 million followers was filming it. <laughs> Except for that. So later, this woman, the 25-year-old, posted a throwback Thursday of her and the 17-year-old to get more followers again. And the dad posted on the 25-year-old's Instagram that she should remove all the old photos of his underage daughter from her Instagram, and it went viral. Yes. So then she ended up, like, calling the dad, sobbing, and being like, everyone's sending me hate mail. Please remove your thing. Like, you ruined me. And so that was why he was asking, was he the asshole? And I'm like, absolutely not. You were defending your motherfucking underage daughter from a crazy person yeah. who was using her to try to get likes. Yeah, I follow her now. The 17-year-old? No, the other one. Oh, Kevin. Let's get to our third breakup, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Finally, a little story Is it you about- and me? Is it you and no! me? No! Are you waiting? Just... Are you doing this? Is this? Was this your master plan? Could you imagine how fucking shady it would be to do a whole fucking episode and then be like, <laughs> and we're breaking up? <laughs> well, I could, I can imagine, and that, it's not not you exactly, but I could see it be like, this is how bad breakups can go. <laughs> 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 I'm breaking up with you. Don't make it that bad. <laughs> so, all right. Finally, a little story about two celebrities, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. Oh, sure. I know both of those people. Apparently, they got off to a rocky start when they were filming The Notebook. So they actually dated? Yeah. Okay. Director Nick Cassavetes would report that Gosling wanted McAdams fired early in filming because they didn't get along. Really? So they start filming and Nick Go- uh, Ryan Gosling's like, I can't handle this woman. I want her gone. And the director's like, uh, she's amazing. We can't lose her. She's Rachel McAdams. It's like, yeah. by the way... Did you notice she was Rachel McAdams and she's awesome? Yeah. So, obviously, she wasn't fired, right? No. And then, after filming, they started dating in 2004. They hated each other while on set, and then later on, they got together? I think they started getting together, like, just after they finished, which is weird, because it's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but now that we're done filming, I love you. No, it's so hot. That's so hot. Like, that, the hate that turns into love, that's so hot. I like rage sex. It's yeah, fun. That's real. That's where it's so hot. That's the only I mean. rage sex I do not condone is sex with Nazis. Stop lusting after Nazis. Nobody's lusting after Nazis. Okay, you can you can rage sex with Ryan Gosling. Sure, 
because he's yeah. fucking hot. But like, with what? Like, oh, let me let me twirl your three foot long beard around my finger. Oh, it's so <laughs> sexy. Please, Ugh. three foot beards. I just. <sighs> They're I'm so not hot. gonna say anything. No, it's not hot. <laughs> I I want to grab it and cut them off, but it's not my face, so they get to do what they want with it. I acknowledge sure. it's their body. Yeah. See, that's like being a grown up. I wonder if the entire GOP could learn from that statement and learn how to fuck off when it comes to people's bodies. Uh, it would be nice, but you know they won't. <laughs> I broke up with them a long time ago. I wonder what they're doing now. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. Well, eventually they'd get into a big fight in 2007 and break up, and it was very uh, we're back public. To, we're back to Ryan Gosling and, and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Not the GOP and me. Got it. Right. Because <laughs> so, my, my big fight with the GOP happened way before 2007. <laughs> mine was too. I've never been a GOP. So, all right. They got into a big fight in 2007, and they're like, it's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the two people who got that. They broke up in 2007. Yeah. And then they tried to do it once more in 2008. I think it lasted like a month in 2008 or something. Oh, man. They had some really good sex in that month, though. You know. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Rage, rage, fire, yeah. rubber, fire. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I cope with trauma. I just I sing understand. rent all day. I understand. So how is Matt so, coping with that? <laughs> I feel real bad for him right now. He's living in a house with someone who is not well. Yeah. Oh, honey. (laughs) So I just need to get to fucking Friday for RuPaul. Okay. Hang in there. So it had to suck that they were like, they were together, then they weren't, then they were together. Like all that shit. Because people were obsessed with the couple and a public breakup, as we have learned, is not the way to do it. And they had multiple public breakups. I guess they didn't really have a choice. I guess, yeah. I did think about it, and I'm, like, really grateful that my relationship is as strong as it is and that we communicate with each other. It sounds like I'm flexing on people who are breaking up or could be breaking up, and I'm not because I've been broken up with a lot in my life. Uh-huh. And if you can believe it or not, I am more often than not the person who gets dumped, not the person who does the dumping. Okay. So I have lots of trauma. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. But the kind of thing is that I learned a lot from my breakups on how to find a person who would fit me best as opposed mm. to going for like the shiny toy or the, you know, the person you think you're supposed to be with when it's like, no, this is the person I'm, I really should be with and all right. that stuff. Yeah. So. So you learned. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. What is the bright side to breakups? Wow. Well, breakups, you know, are a crucible. And at the end of it, like, I I think there actually are obviously really good bright sides to breakups. Breakups are sort of a classic definition of a horrible thing that leads to something better. If, if, if it possibly can, you know, this, so that's like, really, I'm surprised we haven't done this episode before kind of, because if you don't, you know, completely break down about it, then a breakup is a really, really good opportunity for some self reflection and to see what are my goals? What do I want from my life? And what do I want in a partner or multiple partners, whatever. (laughs) And, um, you know, and then to take steps to make that happen for yourself. 
Yeah, you know, I remember when I talked about my amicable breakup? Yeah. So after that breakup, we both flourished and made right. huge steps in our careers because the toxicity of the relationship was gone. And right. it, again, like we both, like we have a good relationship at this point where like every now and then we'll text and just see how the other person's doing. Yeah. And like he's definitely not really deeply in my life anymore the same way that he used to be. And there's obviously the sadness of the loss of that friendship because it was a good friendship for a long time. Yeah. But like it was amicable. And because of that, like we're both with people who are much better for us now. And both of us move forward career and personal life wise. Yeah. So, sure. You know, I don't know how much more there is to say really because like a breakup can be really traumatizing in the moment and can, you know, and, and for a long time after, like it can, there can be some very lingering effects, you know, because a breakup also can lead you to doubt yourself so much, you know, especially if you are the, who, if you're surprised by it or something, you know, but if you regroup and take the time to think about like what you really want from life, it can also be quite an opportunity. So it's sort of a, it's a fork in your life, essentially. You know, if you stayed with like a person you stay with becomes your life, you know, your life is a collection of the choices that you've made. And if you're with a person for a long time, that's a lot of collection of choices that you've made to be with that person. And if it goes a different direction, like if you break up, then your life goes a different direction, you know, so yep. that can then you can choose to be happy in that new direction or you can choose not to be, I, I think um, it's not just that simple, obviously, but it's also, I think that breakups are a really good opportunity to change. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I am very, very glad that we got to the end of this episode and you didn't break up with me yet because that really would have been surprising and devastating. And I'm not I don't... breaking up with you. This good. is a great podcast. It brings me stability and joy. <laughs> me too. Me too. So great. So we, well, let's, let's recommit to staying together <laughs> as podcast partners. Yes, podcast partners. All right, Podner. That's, can pa I call you? Howdy, Podner. <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag Podner. Let's make this trend after we win this insurrection. <laughs> oh, yeah. After. After. When we have bandwidth again. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jason, for uh, this today. It's going to get better. I promise yes. you it's going to get better. And I want to make a plea to all of our listeners out there. If you are struggling during this really awful time of civil unrest, um, therapy is wonderful. And it there's going to be a lot of PTSD. I suggest getting a therapist or speaking to someone. We do not get sponsorship from Headspace or whatever it's called, but use it. Like There's plenty of places that you can go to get affordable or, or low-cost mental health care right now and i think everyone could use it because this is traumatic yeah you're not wrong about that at all so stay safe everybody please stay doing the things that are self-caring for you whether that's eating and doom scrolling like what i do or you know your own your own <laughs> methods whatever that is bridgerton that's not self-care kevin <laughs> some people watch bridgerton i guess i don't know we hope that you all stay safe we love you our listeners be well and, you know, take some time for self-care. We love you. Yeah, very and special. we love you too, Carrie, as well. Thank you for inspiring this episode. Yes, thank you, Carrie. Shout out to you. It will also get better for you. 
<laughs> Stay safe, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. Jason? Yes? We need to talk. Oh, fuck no. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.